Thank you, Pastor Katie. Our scripture lesson today comes from John's Gospel. It's chapter 5, verses 1 through 9. After this, there was a festival of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, there is a pool called in Hebrew, Bethsaida, which has five porticos. And in these lay many invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, and while I'm making my way, someone else steps down ahead of me. And Jesus said to him, Stand up, take your mat, and walk. And at once the man was made well, and he took up his mat and began to walk. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? God, we enter into this space this morning for many different reasons. For whatever reason has brought us here, God, we trust that up to this point we've encountered you and we will continue to do so from this point forward as well. We pray, God, that the, the distractions that seek to disrupt our encounter, we pray that they are, are done away with so that we can have the clarity we need this day. We pray that your preacher be nothing more than just a vessel, an instrument of your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. According to the old legend, every so often out by the sheep gate, an angel would come flying by. And the force that was generated by the angel's flight it would cause the water to stir in the pool at Bethsaida. They said if you were present when the angel flew by and the water stirred, and you happened to be the first one into the pool when the stirring started, then whatever ailed you would be cured. And for this reason, folks with all sorts of infirmities, they would flock to the pool. And we can easily understand why, right? They flock to the pool just as we flock to the doctors, to the hospitals, to the specialists, to the chiropractor. They wanted a better quality of life, so they would flock to the pool out by the sheep gate. And some would camp out there, others would come and they would never leave, all in the hope that sooner or later it would be their turn. 
Sooner or later, the angels' wings would stir the water, and they would be the first one in. And whatever was causing them to suffer, it would be no more. But here's the thing, though. The game is rigged. If it's only for the first one in, and there are many around the pool, in fact, many around the pool who cannot move quickly, and chances are the people who have the greatest need of healing are never going to be the first ones in. How can one who is blind see the water stir in time to beat everybody else into the pool when others have 20-20 vision? Well, they couldn't. How could someone who is paralyzed, how could someone who does not have use of their legs enter into the pool before someone who does have the full use of their legs? Well, they couldn't. And it must have been a devastating feeling, lying beside of something that you've placed all your hope in, lying beside this pool that you've uh, place your hope in that this thing here will be the thing that, make, that will make you well. How devastating it must have been to literally fill the mist off of the pool day after day, but someone always beat you in. That had to be tough to just helplessly watch as you feel the droplets of water from the pool on your skin. But every day, Somebody else beats you in. That was the case for the man who Jesus met at the pool of Bethsaida. Jesus of Nazareth approaches the pool near the sheep gate. You see, the sheep gate was the gate in which they, they would bring in the sheep for sacrifice at the temple. And Jesus approaches this man near that sheep gate, and there is a mixed aroma in the air of soon-to-be-salted sheep and sickness. It smells like death in more ways than one. And as Jesus approaches, there's no doubt that not only is the, the smell overwhelming, but also the sight is overwhelming. If you think about images that you have maybe seen on TV or, or perhaps some of you in person of field hospitals, field hospitals in places of devastation or combat, natural disaster, images from third world countries or even first world countries caught in the clutches of health crisis, chances are it looked like that, like a field hospital. Sickness accumulated there, and that was easy for Jesus to see. And Jesus sees this one man. That's what the gospel writer says. Jesus saw this one man. Everybody around the pool, Jesus saw this one man. And Jesus approaches him. 
For 38 years he's been ill. 38 years. And scripture doesn't exactly say what caused his ailment. We just know that he has suffered for a long amount of time. The effects of his illness are debilitating, and he was in such bad shape, he could never possibly be the first one in the pool. Well, actually, it was possible. He just had to have someone who was willing to be there to pick him up and to place him in the pool. But the fact of the matter is, is that everybody around there, they wanted to get into the pool first. He had no help. He had no help, but yet he feels as if this pool is his last resort. And Jesus saw him. Jesus sees him and approaches him and asks him what seems to be a silly question. Jesus asks him, friend, do you want to be made well? And actually the word that is translated here as well uh, could also be translated as whole. Friend, do you want to be made whole? Well, well or whole, it seems like a, a silly question to ask someone who's been sick for 38 years. But perhaps what is just as silly as Jesus' question is the sick man's answer. But actually, truthfully, he does not answer. Jesus says, friend, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made whole? And in response, the man says, well, every time that the water stirs, I cannot get in. Somebody else beats me into the pool. Nobody is here to help me. I just lay here. You see, that's, that's not an answer. The question is, do you want to be made whole? Yes or no? Jesus isn't asking the man why he isn't well. Jesus isn't asking the man to justify or to rationalize why he can't get better. Nobody needs to know anything else about the pool or the process of the pool. All Jesus wants to know is, do you want to be made whole? And even though the man does not give a yes or no response, Jesus still does something remarkable. Jesus looks at him and says to him, stand up. Take your mat and walk. And he did just that. Just like that, he did just that. With no pool, with no angel wings, there was no race. It was just well. It was just whole. By the power of God and through this healer from Nazareth. So I ask you, in the name of the healer from Nazareth, What is ailing you? What ails you? What has you down? 
what is keeping you down on the mat? What is it? What is it that is preventing you from being whole? And perhaps the most important question that I ask you in the name of the healer from Nazareth is do you want to be made whole? Well, do you? It's a yes or no question. But maybe you would prefer to sidestep the question just like the man did outside the sheep gate. Well, you know, preacher, the technology isn't out for that yet. Being made whole sounds good, but Amazon doesn't have it. It's on back order. Well, I suppose it's possible once we get the right person in office. Well, I haven't seen that advertised yet. Well, I don't quite have enough money in the bank or enough stuff in the garage. Well, the the doctor hasn't written me that prescription yet. Somebody is always beating me into the pool. But friends, it's not a matter of why you're sick or what has been preventing you from being well. It's not about that. When the Lamb of God sees you, that is enough. And Jesus sees you, even you. Jesus sees you. Yes, you. Even when you try to hide, even when you uh, mask your pain, you are seen. God sees us by the pool waiting on the next big or the the next trendy thing that can help ease our pain, to quiet our mind, to ease our conscience, to fix our faults. God sees you by the pool yearning for the next miracle that you hope will make you well. God sees how your spirit longs to be holy, holy. God sees you and your pain just as he saw the man by the pool and his pain. And God even sees that one hurt, that one pain that you thought nobody else knew about. God sees that too. And it can be said that uh, uh, through Jesus Christ, that not only does God see your pain, but God shares in it as well. Only God can make you whole. 
There is no magical cure for wholeness. It cannot be bottled up. It does not come through a special pool. And it does not come even through a really good sermon. Only God. And you see, the Lamb of God, the sacrificial Lamb of God, has passed through the sheep gate. The Lamb of God has passed through the sheep gate, and Jesus has opened the pool of redemption and wholeness to all. Not just uh, through uh, some magical pool of Bethsaida, but actually through the baptismal waters that are near and far. And it's not just for the first ones in. It's not for uh, those who can beat everybody else into the pool, but it is for everyone. Even you. The Lamb of God sees you. And the Lamb of God has passed through the gate and made wholeness possible. So rise up and take your mat and be whole. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the church says, Amen.